0: I mean, a sort, of, well, sort of music. I mean, sort, of, sort of music. wkcr New York, WKCR-HD1, WKCR.org, 89.9 FM. This is Jazz Alternatives. My name is Mitch Goldman, and we do this show on Monday nights sometimes. We call it Deep Focus, and we invite a guest into the studio, and the guest chooses a subject, a topic, if you will, and we go in search of live unreleased recordings of that artist and uh that's what's happening tonight and i want to welcome back to the studio ben tyree hey
1: Hey,
0: well hold on i want to welcome back to the studio (laughs) ben tyree hello Is my mic hot oh am i there the hottest the hottest the deepest
1: greetings good evening happy to be here
0: you were here not two months ago I, i think although i lose track of time and we did a great show on frank zappa
1: yeah that was fun
0: it was, and I loved getting the wisdom of uh, hearing a guitarist talk about Frank Zappa and a composer talk about Frank Zappa. And we unpacked some stuff, man.
1: Well, guitarist, definitely wisdom, possibly. <laughs> no pressure. We'll see. No pressure.
0: No pressure. <laughs> so when we were talking, like, we got to do this again. And you said we should.
1: We should do our friend mr vernon reed
0: vernon reed who coincidentally enough <coughs> was the guitarist on our opening theme right yes. there dizzy gillespie's bebop incredible and uh pull that down just a little bit yep all right um with uh playing with shannon jackson who vernon uh, emerged with some decades ago and but uh you play with vernon you guys know each other
1: yeah 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 um I actually di- didn't meet him through playing. I met him at B.B. King's when I was a waiter there, which he doesn't remember. But Wow. Yeah, that's when we met. And that was, I guess, that was in 2003. But then I joined Burnt Sugar in 2006, and that was the first time we met like properly in a musical setting. And we've been friends ever since, and he's like one of my favorite people, human beings,
0: and musicians and guitar players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has that. uh, He has that impact on people, doesn't he?
1: He sure does. He's he's a really special person.
0: And um, I'm, you obviously knew of him. Yes, before that time. What were your? How did you first uh, find out about Vernon?
1: The first I heard of him was in '88, after Vivid came out, and uh, he they were touring with the Stones. So I was eight at the time. I was born in 1980. But, um, you know, I had family that were big Stones fans, and actually I had an older cousin that was a big fan of the Vivid record and bought it and would listen to it. So that was how I found out about it. And um, when it was like Stones and, and Living Color on tour together, I if it was the uh, Steel Wheels yeah, tour, yeah? 89, yeah. Oh, 89, that was. Yeah. But Vivid came out in 88. Vivid came out, yeah, 87, 80. 88. Some okay, there, yeah. yeah. So, that was the um, first...
0: Album by Living Color.
1: There was a big television event where it was like you go to 7-Eleven and you get your 3-D glasses and the whole thing was like telecast in 3-D. So that was like a big event at my house. Wow. And yeah, yeah. so that was – so I've known about him ever since.
0: Were you playing guitar at that time?
1: No. I didn't start playing guitar until I was 11. So it was a few years later.
0: Yeah. And you remember impressions of an 8-year-old seeing these guys – on that big stadium stage.
1: Oh, I don't, I mean, I can't even, I don't, a lot of it is a blur that, that time and that, and seeing that at that age. And I can't, I'm not, I don't have vivid <laughs> uh, memories yeah. Oh, yeah. of, of really any of it, but I remember being excited by all of it. So um, it was just like an exciting barrage of music and, and visuals and, and, goodness of all kinds yeah
0: it was that kind of thing and the hair and the clothes and the lights and <laughs> yeah it was kind of explosive
1: yeah it's it's a lot to it's a lot to take in at that age but it you know yeah it was amazing incredible
0: somewhere along the way as a guitarist you must have gotten another idea of who he was as a musician
1: yeah um yeah I guess it was in the 90s when I started really getting into jazz and getting into like the downtown and picking up different artists' records and then seeing him kind of in the mix there and then being like, oh, there's a lot to this guy, you know? And then just kind of diving in from there and uh, checking out different things that he was doing and uh, going out, you know, once I moved here in in 2002, going out and seeing him in different contexts and, you know, just being very excited by it because it's just like, wow, this guy has, like, all these different facets to him. That that, that yeah. reveal themselves continuously after all, you know, it's like you can never process all the facets of Vernon yeah. Reed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he can.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, you remember any particular ensembles that you saw him with around that time?
1: Um, Mask.
0: So Mask for sure was, was,
1: was happening. One um, of uh,
0: that's one of his groups, and we're gonna hear some music from them in a bit.
1: Uh, I remember he was on uh, the first DJ Logic release that I got and got kind of into. I, I can't remember the year that came out.
0: Um, yeah. D- well, DJ Logic, he's on some of the stuff we're going to hear tonight. He is. Because
1: he was, uh, was he a, an official member of Mask? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. he was.
0: And the—and also the two of them formed Yohimbe Brothers together,
1: right. too. But I feel like I saw Mask live and he wasn't, hmm. he wasn't there
0: Or maybe you saw my science project? I don't know. Anyway, you remember any other uh, groups? I mean, you know, he's – one of the things that's exciting about Vernon is, uh, as you said, he does all these different things. And he's got a whole bunch of – he'll show up as a sideman in all kinds of different things. And then he's got a number of different projects that he leads, and he's also doing – music with dance performances or film soundtracks mm-hmm. and yeah, producing other yeah. people's work. And yeah. uh, it's, uh, he does it all. <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> One-stop shop. <laughs> it's so true. So, yeah, a lot of people probably certainly know him best from being a rock star in living color. Yeah. I say rock star in quotes. Yeah, no, yeah. But he is rock star, yeah. <laughs> but he's got all this other creative stuff, and that's, I think, the thing that you and I are most excited about and what we're going to dive into
1: here. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about all of it, but I thought that it would be cool to give special attention to his instrumental compositions and, the, you know, those different groups. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's I don't want to say it's underrated, but it's not, you know, you can't, you can, in my opinion, you can't give it enough attention.
0: I made I said we'd put out little bits of publicity stuff. I don't know if anybody saw that, but I made some reference to that that you and I think that he's he has gotten all the acclaim that instrumentalists might pray to get one day right, but that we still think he's underrated. right. And what yeah, I, I think what I meant what I meant by that saying that was that um, yeah, his uh, guitar work is stunning, but in the long run, the thing that's most interesting and exciting to me is the ideas as a composer and as a band leader.
1: And as a conceptualist. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He's coming at this a whole, whole singular way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're gonna tear the cover off that a little bit. Let's do it. (laughs) What do we have first? Well, we have, this is, uh, this is really exciting. He, um, uh, there was a venue that People who've been around New York for a while probably remember, Tonic on the Lower East Side, where lots of um, uh, pretty, a very wide range of booking policies and a place you would walk into and hear um, Mm -hmm. some surprises. And this was one of those nights, December of 1998. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was actually, the show was billed as just Vernon Reed. And he did a first set with uh, LaRaji. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. West African yeah. musician and then this was the second set and it's uh, Vernon's playing guitar it's uh, a clarinetist by the name of Niro Bond which you might recognize the letters spelling Don Byron mm-hmm. and Don Byron on clarinet was a member of Mask Fironok Laff on drums which is pretty exciting I can't think of any other times when Vernon and Ferrone have played together. I'm sure they must have. Interesting. I got to play with
1: him one time with Wadada. Meno oh, Smith. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he's a great awesome drummer. Yeah. Amazing drummer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yes. I don't want to say too much. I'm I'm really excited about this cuz he's he's a great drummer. He's got that pocket and but he's got so much more. Yeah,
1: he does. And, he and, does.
0: There's so much language that these guys, everybody's bringing their own thing, but they all share a lot, too. And the fantastic Hank Shroy on bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hank uh, hasn't been full-time in New York in quite a while. I know there are people that um, remember his work here, and uh, we don't get to hear him often enough. But he was also a member of MASK, so yep. it's kind of MASK and then some here in this group. And the material is a lot of MASK music and beyond and then there are a couple of guests showing up later so this is this is really thrilling this is a real like fly on the wall moment hearing him play at a downtown club in new york nice yeah cool i miss tonic <laughs> yeah tonic was awesome it yeah, yeah. was a great spot yeah it was a great spot i was um i was in a recording studio and they had all these um models of uh um like reverb you know digital mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reverb patches and they had m- all these different venues around the world, concert halls and everything, and they had Tonic in there as a model. nice. That's kind of nice, and uh, it does have a unique kind of sound. You'll hear it; it's a very live-sounding recording. So, shall we? Let's go. All Let's right, do it. you're listening to Deep Focus. I'm here with Ben Tyree. I'm Mitch Goldman. The show's called Deep Focus, and this is a live recording of Vernon Reed at Tonic in 1998 on W K C R welcome to the second set <laughs> there we do it. Yes, the polite smattering of applause is always the dead giveaway at, uh, you're in, in a downtown New York performance. Um, you're listening to WKCR. The show's called Deep Focus. I'm Mitch Goldman. Very happy to be here in the studio with Ben Tyree. Hey. And Ben chose, uh, we're still in the room. We're still down at Tonic. It's still 1998. Nice none of those things that have happened since have happened and um it's uh this is uh Vernon Reed playing with uh, Feronalo on drums that's Don Byron on the clarinet or uh Barry Sachs maybe from the sound of it and
1: probably bass clarinet possible because if it says clarinets yeah that yeah that possible. sounds like a bass clarinet
0: he played, uh, he had a Barry Sachs he would play, too.
1: Did he? Yeah. yeah. Does he?
0: Okay. Um, but uh, I assume nothing. And Hank Shroy, the great Hank Shroy on bass. And uh, what, uh, Ben, what were those two pieces that we just heard?
1: Okay, so Freshwater Coconut, which you said was is from Mistaken Identity?
0: Yes. One of and versions. then
1: No Surprises by Radiohead, which I had to actually text Vernon to, to to jog my memory because I couldn't remember which but I knew it was from OK Computer
0: yeah you recognize the song
1: and yeah but yeah Vernon's done a couple Radiohead instrumental covers we were just talking he did a national anthem which is from Kid A yeah and that one really rocks out pretty hard yeah so yeah and I'm sure he's done others
0: yeah I'm trying there were a bunch of covers this band used to do then um including...
1: Well, you mentioned uh, the Depeche Mode, which is on this set, right? Is this on? Yes.
0: Yeah. Depeche Mode is on there. Enjoy Um, the silence. Yes. That's coming up um, with a beautiful vocal. And um, Love Roller Coaster. Mm -hmm. That was a a set closer for this band. Well, not this band exactly, but Mask, which this wasn't billed as Mask. And by the way, so um, Vernon... Uh, We did invite Vernon to come by. He is, as per usual, running around doing 17 different things, getting ready to... Well,
1: they've got a tour, uh, I guess, that starts Wednesday with the Band of Gypsies Revisited Project. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure he's 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 prepping for that.
0: He's got his hands full, maybe with WKCR in the background. And I, when our last mic break, I said something about, uh, I thought maybe... Vernon had played with Feroen Akloff, the drummer on this set, but I couldn't think of when. And he said that they were in Jay Hogard's band together in the 80s. I I want to say that was early 80s. And um, so that's at least one time that they had played together. I knew they knew each other. And there is certainly an intimacy among these players and a familiarity with a lot of diverse range of music.
1: I just got some new information. Ah, share it. He says they also used to do Karma Police. Which I could totally hear them doing the Radiohead song. Yes, as far as the Radiohead covers. Yes, yeah, that. Cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of you know we were talking about this uh, broad language that Vernon's got as a band leader, and most of the songs that you hear are his compositions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a big, there's big uh, text that he's. Drawing from and referencing. And
1: yeah, well, I mean, he listens to everything, and he keeps up to date better than anybody I
0: know. And not just the music.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he can talk about anything right. and be like, you know, super, super informed and astute on on all levels of on any topic. Monster rolling his eyes, but it's true.
0: Check. Like you want to talk about politics? You want to Check. talk
1: about chess? You want to talk Check. about physics? Anything? Like, yes. Let's go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Be ready. So
1: he has a very wide palette as far as his listening, you know, so.
0: And it comes out in the music one way or another.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. Should we, what did we think? We're going to, should we keep pushing ahead? Yes. All right. This is exciting. This is a live set of music recorded at Tonic, Norfolk Street, wasn't it? yeah when was the last yeah. time you walked down that block i
1: oh it was i'll <laughs> never do it again last time was the last time <laughs> it's really heartbreaking because there's just these ugly condos up all around
0: and uh if you're one of the people who lives in one of those condos no offense but no offense but you're kind <laughs> but... <laughs> of ruining stuff here and you missed the show you missed the show <laughs> it was a great it was, it was a great show it was the best it was The best place <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Tonic uh, down, uh, we used to call it Lower East Side, I don't know, there's probably some real estate name for that neighborhood now, but uh, December of 1998, this is a thrill, it's um, Don Byron on clarinets, Hank Shroy on bass, who were members, Mask had been around for um, years at that time, uh, three, four years, and Fironok Loff is the drummer. Um, Conspicuous in his absence is Leon Grunbaum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, where were you, Leon?
0: Yeah, Leon, come on, man.
1: <laughs> we'll hear some Leon later <laughs> yes. on, right?
0: Yes, we will. Uh, that the the voice of the Sam Chilian Tip 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 cheap cannot be silenced.
1: By the way, he's playing tonight, Rockwood, oh, ten yeah. o'clock.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: the big room
0: with Aaron Comis.
1: Yes, yes. So that's tonight. In case anyone's out and about, yeah. looking for something to do to hear great music. I think it's Teddy Teddy Campbell on guitar,
0: but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh all right, let's go back to tonic and um music from Vernon Reed on WKCR.
2: Mm-hmm. Vielen Dank. Rubber!
0: Downtown, that is a uh, standing ovation. That's crazy right there. This is WKCR-FM New York, WKCR-HD1, 89.9 FM, WKCR.org. It's all us, all kinds of ways, and uh, the show is called Deep Focus. I'm Mitch Mm -hmm. Goldman. I invite a guest to come into the studio, and that guest chooses a topic of our extremely detailed attention and our guest tonight happens to be Ben Tyree hello and Ben has selected Vernon Reed whose music we're listening to that's what that is that's uh this recording is December of 1998 back in a beloved home of the music tonic on Norfolk Street and we're listening to Nero Bond aka Don Byron playing clarinet, Hank Schroy on the bass, Veronika on drums and uh guest appearance by none other than Micah Goff on the alto saxophone mm-hmm. there. Sounding great. Yeah, Sounding great. Yeah, they're they're all sounding. I just love the uh, you know these minds coming together and wrapping themselves around these pieces of music. Mhm. Mhm.
1: And the improvisations. Yeah. Around that, that launch out of, out of these compositions.
0: Yeah. You and I are putting a special attention on Vernon as a, a concept guy and composer and band leader. But, 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 but. Yes. Since I have you, Ben Tyree, in the yes. hot seat, let me ask you, a guitar player, yes. to talk about what Vernon is doing with those six strings in his hand.
1: What he's doing? <laughs> well, I'll start by saying I don't know what he's doing, but I kind of have observed him a lot. I listen to him a lot. I've been around him a lot, and um, you know, I don't even know what to say because he's—he is—he is at the, you know, he's his own personality, which I think is one of the most important things about being um, a musician and an improviser. And as far as him being a musician, improviser, and a guitar player, there's so many facets just to that. Uh, I mean, he's he's a highly technical player, and he has his own technique. But he's also equally a highly visceral player, um, and he draws from a lot of different sources. I mean, he he draws from rock guitar, he draws from jazz, he draws from just just about anything, you know, and. Um, he kind of has his own technique, you know? Like I don't I don't know a lot of players that have oh, that's that's Vernon's technique. You know, he just has his own thing. He really does. Or things. Yeah, yeah. There's not just one thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean a tremendous amount of imagination I and you know as well as I do that every time he plays you're going to hear him do something you've never heard him do before
1: yeah yeah well he's a he's a consummate improviser i mean he really is um and he's up there in the pantheon of of just about anyone in the you know jazz world as an improviser i mean in my opinion and um his improvisations are are very, I want to say free, but, and thoughtful at the same time. Mm, Well put. You know, and especially when we're listening to some of the stuff we're listening to tonight, it sounds as if he's kind of exploring and trying to, like, move, move energy around and move, you know, find an angle and a story and tell a story. It's really like storytelling is how it sounds to me. And, you know, he's a shredder, but he doesn't just do that every time
0: you know no. and that's something <laughs> and it's a good thing he's not here to hear you say that what do you mean i just no, do you... i don't mean it. he i think he it uh i think it's a uh, uncomfortable for him to hear himself described that way i don't mean like he would throw something at you i just mean as a shredder
1: yeah well i
0: it, mean he had what what when all right first of all in case anybody doesn't know, when a guitar player refers to another guitar player as a shredder, they're saying It's a
1: compliment, but it's it, it it's in reference to somebody playing very fast, right? And and yes. and, and very, a lot of notes, which I like that kind of thing, right? <laughs> I do that kind of thing. I try to. And um you know, in Living Colour, you know, especially the the their song that they're most known for, Cult of Personality, which was their big hit. Uh, the solo on the record is is very it's like, what are you doing? It's amazing. It's incredible. And they very, made a
0: video game out of it.
1: Right. Um but and and yet it's never the same twice. You're never gonna hear the solo that was on the record anywhere ever again because it was improvised.
0: And um Also, you know what's interesting when you do hear him? He Vernon is capable of when called upon, hurling an enormous number of notes at you,
1: but I will say though. However, <laughs> Go ahead. I have however, a however too.
0: Let me hear your however, then I'll give you my however.
1: There's way more to it. Yes, there is absolutely way more to it because yes. in that in in the in that tread that's happening, um, there's a lot of information and there's a lot of depth there. It's not just sort of cavalier whatever I'm gonna just showboat. It's not that at all, and so. When you have a composition where he's improvising and it's you know like like we heard a second ago, he it's it can be very sort of paced differently and thoughtful and I mean it's all thoughtful I think, um, but you know he has a he has a lot of dimension to him as a player.
0: I think also a critical thing about that, and I haven't really talked about this with him in detail, Brennan. You could throw something at me if I'm uh, off base here, but. There's so much going on rhythmically. A lot of the time when you hear somebody quote-unquote shred, uh-oh, is he coming at me?
1: <laughs> no, I'm, getting, I'm getting some text, but is that's he gonna, okay. Is he
0: coming? No, 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 me no, at no. no, continue. That uh, it's usually that, like, you know, typewriter kind of rhythm, like the, you know, the, the, the received idea when you say someone's shredding is that they're playing 30-second notes or whatever it is. Gordon's going to be doing something rhythmically inside of that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And he
0: might be doing that. And melodically,
1: and he's going to be kind of shifting uh, harmonic landscapes around. Like, you know, you hear a a song that has just kind of like one key center vamp, you know, that he's going to solo over. And he's going to take it through a lot of different harmonic changes there, just within that one, you know... Whereas, like, a lot of players might just stick to one mode or a couple different sets of modes. He's going to, you know, take you on a real journey.
0: Um, I really I, – I'm digging his sound on this particular recording, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's great. There's a – it, But it's funny, the the, the, the phrase typewriter <laughs> in reference to uh, – So I, I often hear that uh, being um, – Describing Pat Martino's playing, and no, I know I know I Vernon is a big playing. Pat Martino fan, and I also am a very and big me too. Pat Martino was the first guitar player that got me into jazz when I was a teenager, and I know Vernon is into him, and I know from listening to his playing that he's into him. But you know, I've talked to a lot of guitar players that say, "Ah, oh, like Pat Martino, it's like listening to a typewriter." But you know, that's a that's a style. That's a that's yeah, and so it's worth. It's worth absorbing that, that uh, that style, and taking that forward.
0: But yeah, and I'm just saying that he, that's very much not what Vernon's doing. I mean, if somebody right. thinks that that's what he's doing, they're missing a big part of oh, the picture. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And he's uh, also the way he's crafting his sound, the way that it's changing. I mean, he's got some very clean, jazzy kind of stuff that he's doing here, and then he's going into some other really space. Shaping kind of mm-hmm. sculptural, sonic textures and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and applying it all very, uh, very creatively. Am I embarrassing you, Vernon? <laughs> Sorry, I'm digging it, man. I'm really enjoying this music. Uh, more, more. Let's, yeah, absolutely more. All right. When we come back, I want to ask you about stuff that you have coming up. I'm talking to Ben Tyree. And uh, you're also, not not to compare, but a busy man and uh, doing a lot of music stuff, your own and collaboration with others.
1: I get busy, yeah.
0: <laughs> and speaking of um, stuff coming up, you were going to mention uh, some opportunities that people might have to hear Vernon Live.
1: Yeah, so they've got this uh, Band of Gypsies Revisited tour. Uh, so it's Vernon and uh, Andre LaSalle. Another great guitar player also yes. in that lineup. Jared Michael Nickerson on bass, Woo-hoo. who is the Burnt Sugar bass player. Great bass player, great guy. And James Biscuit Rouse, drummer and vocalist. Awesome, 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 awesome band. Um, and, you know, it, they're going to be focusing on the Band of Gypsies material, like from the live record and some other
0: Hendrix cuts. There might be some people who, for whom Band of Gypsies does not strike that chord. So maybe you want to... Tell them what that is.
1: What band of Gypsies is? Yeah. Are? Were? Yeah. So it was uh Hendrix. I guess it was Hen- Jimi Hendrix's last band, and they put out a live record that was recorded on New Year's Eve. Was that at Madison Square Garden? Yes, it yeah. was. Uh, six- no. 69 going into 70.
0: No, it was not at the Garden. It was at uh
1: this is em- Maurice, em- It's embarrassing to not know. But anyway. For me, for sure. Uh, 69 to 70. They put out the live r- record. Um, now there's like a, a few other There's like a, bo- a box set that came out I think this year Well they did uh,
0: two nights Two sets each night Right, right And it was uh, um, Billy Cox on bass And uh, Buddy Miles on Buddy drums. Miles
1: And Buddy Miles was also a great singer And sings sings on that So um, you know that that material That's amazing stuff It's really great stuff I, I think his best, but, I mean, I love all of it. Um, so they're they're doing this sort of uh, tribute to that, to that specific Hendrix project. And so they've got dates starting on we- this Wednesday, the 30th, in Baltimore, Maryland, at the Auto Bar. They're going to be in Ithaca on the 31st at the Haunt. They're going to be Albany at, in Albany at the Swire Theater, the Egg Center for Performing oh, dang, Arts. That's
0: cool. Yeah, on the 1st. These are all, like, classic venues, too.
1: Oh, now he's texting me other dates. Let me just stick to this first. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Then on the 7th of November, they'll be in Brattleboro, Vermont, at the Stone Church. They'll be in South Kingstown, Rhode Island, at Ocean Mist on the 8th. And on the 9th, they'll be in Norwalk, Connecticut, at the Wall Street Theater. And now I'm also getting word that there's going to be a Muscle Shoal. Wow, Muscle Shoals? At B.K. Bowl on November 20th. Wow. And he's one of the horde, he says. So I guess it's a big Muscle Shoals event uh, tribute thing on the 20th of November at Brooklyn Bowl.
0: And we were talking the other day. Uh, he's playing with everybody's orchestra. You were telling me, Vernon, at, uh, I know that's uh, Stone Pony on the 15th. It's the 15th of November. November, which is two Fridays from now, I think. Um, But I
1: guess that's the only local thing, uh, because they don't have a local New York City...
0: How could that be?
1: Yeah. Well, they will. They will, for sure. But um, the Muscle Shoals thing, November 20th, Brooklyn Bowl will be his local appearance. Not the Band of Gypsies Revisited Project, but definitely worth checking out.
0: Anything Vernon does, it's always worth checking out. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, also, let's just say that... um, This music we're listening to tonight is not available in any commercial form nearby, but Vernon's got a bunch of terrific albums under his own name, not even to mention Living Color, but uh, uh, Vernon's recordings, um, Known Unknown, um,
1: Mistaken Identity,
0: identity. Um, so yeah, look out for all that stuff. Vernon Reed, R-E-I-D, if you don't know. Vernon Reed, and um, if you're digging this music, you wanna you wanna get some of that stuff.
2: And get it also, all. <laughs>
0: get it all. Get it all. Get it all. Um, and his podcasts too. He's got all that stuff that he's doing. He's got his DJ thing that he's doing that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. I'll come back. Underground to
1: Underground Railroad of the Mind. Yes. Right? <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. And you might even find some existing. Field Negro Guide to Arts and Culture with you know I missed that podcast and I was looking for
1: I couldn't even find it, Um, yeah I is it not I
0: don't know maybe it's not floating around it was kind of also it's kind of date specific for you know they would be talking about things that were going on at the time so I don't know if that's still
1: yeah I'd like I'd like I I wish that was still going on that podcast yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) yeah come on Vernon in your free time you have to do much much more. <laughs> not enough content. Not satisfied. All right. Well, we are WKCR. This is a whole lot of fun. This show is called Deep Focus, and Ben Tyree is here, and we have the magnifying glass out on the on our. See now, yeah, Vernon would probably talk about the uh, the microscope slide. He's on the on the slide right, he's right on now, the, on the slide. Where, um, and uh, Vernon Reed is our subject. And we have been listening to this recording from Tonic. This is just a gift that keeps on giving, with Don Byron, Hank Schroey, Firronokloff. We just heard a guest appearance from Michael Goff, and also present is D.K. Dyson. And I think that's um, coming up in here, too. So this,
2: this is like, so this is the one night I get to bring, you know, my peeps. Be, I can't, I can't, I don't have enough time. They're not, you know. What did you do?
1: What, oh, see, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong, really it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, man,
2: I'm taking some of this. Yes. Anyway, um, some of y'all heard her in the last set. Um, Ms. D.K. Dyson.
0: That is a Deep Focus program from Monday, October 28th, 2019. My guest Ben Tyree on Vernon Reed. This is part one of three parts. The other two are going to be available. If you don't know where to find them, well, you know, you can subscribe to Deep Focus on your favorite podcasting app. You can find us at The hosting site, which is mitchgoldman.podbean.com, mitchgoldman.podbean.com, and uh, you can also get information about this from my personal website, which is mitchgoldman.com. There's an, an About Deep Focus tab you could pull down, and you can also look at the hundreds of other episodes of Deep Focus that are up there hope you find something you like. If you got to the end of this one, well, here's a suggestion. Put Vernon Reed's name in the search bar on that About Deep Focus tab at MitchGoldman.com and find some of the episodes when he was actually the guest as opposed to uh, being the subject of Deep Focus. You might like to do that. And if you want to tell me about it, you could do that. You can email us at deepfocusnow at gmail.com deepfocusnow at gmail.com. And here's a little good news. I'm saying this to you summer of 2022. It's been, what, almost two and a half years since we've done a live news show. We are going to be back in the studio in the next couple of weeks, so there's going to be new episodes of Deep Focus. So if you're a hardcore fan, if you've worn out every track that we've posted, which, as I said, hundreds of hours, well, we got some new stuff coming your way. So, okay, um, See you over at part two of this episode, October 28th, 2019, Ben Tyree on Vernon Reed.